0: Welcome into the Fantasy Guys podcast, Week 14 edition. I'm your host Brandon Ehrlich, alongside special guests for this episode, Jesse Davis filling in for Spencer Smith. Jesse, how we
1: doing? I'm good. How are you? Psych for this week.
0: Psych for this week, indeed. A great Week 14 we have ahead of us. Fantasy football playoffs right around the corner. We're already a game into our Week 14 slate with the Rams taking down the Patriots. But let's talk about our fantasy teams for a second, Jesse. How are your teams doing this year? I know you've got a few. How are they looking on the cusp of the playoffs?
1: I've only got two. They're both they're both in. We both uh, clinched. I got one matchup. I, I snuck, snuck in with the uh, with the sixth seed and was starting Taysom Hill in the tight end spot. Hadn't changed my lineup, but Antonio Gibson got hurt this week, so unfortunately I have to change it in one of them.
0: Yeah, that's unfortunate. Cam has that quirky rule where once a player's in that spot and something happens, you can't can't switch it um, when yeah. I lose their eligibility. In one of my leagues, which, ve- which is very ironic, is I'm 6-7 and seven right now. I'm going to miss the playoffs, but I lead the league in points scored, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I've got 1,667 points scored, which is first by about 65 points, and I've allowed 1,695 points, which is most by a solid 100 points. So a little bit of tough luck for me there, but other than that, in my other three leagues, I am looking poised to make the playoffs. Um, and all that, despite being very high on Clyde edwards alaire has had a pretty poor year. Um, last week screwed me out of a game with with the news. What are your thoughts on that Chiefs running back situation? Let's talk about that. Clyde and Le'Veon Bell, you we're both Jets fans here. We've been through the Le'Veon Bell experience.
1: Uh, I love Le'Veon Bell. I I love what he does in pass protection. I love what he does catching the football. I love what he does running the football. I know they are very high on Clyde. I don't know what his health situation is coming into this week, but I, I they have two very capable running backs in Edwards, E. and Le'Veon Bell.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think Bell's out there ring chasing. He even said he's out there ring chasing, but I still think his patience is a virtue. Um, I think Bell's still a capable running back in this league. And they have a two headed monster that you can take up with the best quarterback, the best tight end in the league, and arguably the best wide receiver in this league at this point with what Tyree kill has been doing this season. Uh, the chiefs are a joy to watch week in and week out. And, We'll get into that game a bit later, but I think they put a beating down on the Miami Dolphins this week. I think we can both agree there. Agreed. So let's get back into week 13 talk. A week ago, a couple of interesting storylines that took place in the NFL, one of which the Eagles finally making this decision, maybe a little bit too late as they're now 381. But Jalen Hurts is the quarterback there. I know you're a big Oklahoma fan. What should we be expecting out of Jalen Hurts rest of the year?
1: I like Jalen Hurts. I like I like what they're doing, and I think um, I think they're going to go with an approach where it's going to they're going to let it free uh, free fall. I think they're just going to flow with the offense, and Jalen Hurts going to be able to run and throw the ball with ease. And I just I, I don't think they really care anymore, honestly.
0: I, I think I think that's a good approach there, Doug Peterson. We know he's up for some dramatics. I think this is a great opportunity to get him and uh, get Jalen Hurts involved in the offense. And I'm excited to see what he can do. Dual threat, uh, dual threat quarterbacks are always so much fun to watch. We've seen with Kyler, Kyler Murray this year. Um, Patrick Mahomes showing his dual threat ability. So I'm excited to see what Jalen Hurts does. Obviously not so high expectations, especially with them as massive underdogs against the Saints this week. But it should still be a lot of fun. So now let's dive into our Week 14 slate. Every single team is in action this week. No buys finally um so let's dive in we'll get into a couple starts and a couple sits that we like um i'll start off with some starts here uh one guy that i'm starting is going to be geo bernard running back for the cincinnati Bengals. i think he's a great option this week despite not playing on a particularly good team his touches will be there with joe Mixon out he should see between 16 to 18 touches and it's going in going up against the dallas cowboys run defense not much more to explain there. The Cowboys have one of the worst run defense in the league. We saw Antonio Gibson go crazy on them at the, uh, against them on Thanksgiving. And last week, Gus Edwards, 101 yards. Lamar Jackson, 94 rush yards. And J.K. Dobbins 71 rush yards. I think this is a good week for Gio Bernard. What do you think about Gio Bernard this week?
1: I like Gio Bernard. The Cowboys are a mess. I think the Bengals will be able to – I honestly think the Bengals can win outright. I think they can control the game. I think it's going to – it will be a low-scoring game, but I could see Bernard producing in the past game as well.
0: It is a revenge game for Andy Dalton. Don't forget that. He's coming back to mm-hmm. Cincinnati for the first time. Um, another start for me this week is going to be a Redskins running back, J.D. McKissick, the running back from Washington. Um, he looks good in the past game. Alex Smith likes to throw the ball to him in check-down situations. And we know no Antonio Gibson this week. Washington's riding a high off of a win last week. So – um, McKissick in his past few games. He had 10 catches last week against Pittsburgh, two the week before, three the week before, seven and nine. So I think McKissick's a great option in PPR leagues. Um, what are your thoughts on JD McKissick? I know you liked him a lot on Thanksgiving day. We didn't get the results we were looking for then, but what are your thoughts on McKissick this week?
1: I like McKissick. I like this offense this week. I, re- I really like Terry McLaurin this week. Uh, I think the Washington has a chance to upset San Francisco Oh. And I, I do think McKissick can produce both in the past game, and we'll see. It's, it's yet to be seen how they use Peyton Barber um, with the full week of practice, but
0: I, yeah. I do like McKissick. Yeah, I think Barber's going to be more in line for the goal line work, which is why I prefer McKissick in PPR leagues, because he'll be getting the bulk of the catches. So now i be getting to one of my sits for this week, and this might not be one that you like very much, but I have to say it, Mr. OU fan. Kyler Murray um, facing off against the Red Hot Giants, who have been great on the defensive side of the ball. They stymied Russell Wilson last week, and Kyler Murray's past few weeks, the past five weeks, in fact, has not topped 300 pass yards. 283, 245, 269, 170, and 173, Um, not even topping 200 in the past two games. Now they have to travel cross-country from Arizona to New Jersey to take take on the Giants. It's a hungry Giants team. I think this is a week where you sit Kyler Murray and you play a guy based on a matchup like Ryan Tannehill was in a good spot this week. Um, someone along those lines. What are your thoughts on Kyler?
1: I, I agree with you 100%. This isn't the Big 12 anymore. And Kyler's done some great things in the league, but I've seen him miss some throws. The Giants' defense is, is coming off a high against uh, Seattle. They're playing very well. I, I agree with the sit, honestly.
0: Yeah, and we you know Gus Johnson doesn't call. NFL games anymore. Let's hear Gus Johnson impersonation on Kyler Murray. Let's hear it one time.
1: (laughs) Kyler! Kyler Murray!
0: (laughs) And there it is. No more Gus in the NFL unfortunately, but it is good listening to him every noon on Fox for College Football on Saturdays. And Let's talk about this game right here. The Packers against the Lions. A bunch of intrigue here. The Lions looked much better last week under their interim coach. No more Matt Patricia. It is a divisional game. The Packers are favored by nine on the road. Is there a player or two that stands out to you in this game for fantasy purposes?
1: Um If DeAndre Swift plays, I like DeAndre Swift. I, I like the Lions to win this game, honestly. I would lay I would I would take the Lions plus eight. I think uh Aaron Rodgers is having a good time relaxing on the Pat McAfee show every week. And I think this is the one week where the lions lions really get them.
0: It definitely could be. We saw this out of their week against the Vikings. I believe the Vikings getting them. Um, I love that Swift call. He's looked very good when healthy, his last fully healthy game, 16 for 81 rushing against the Redskins against the football team. Sorry. And five for 68 through the air with a touchdown as well. So, um, definitely a good spot. for Deandre Swift this week, another player I want to touch on, um, This guy I was high on, very high on um, in the preseason. That's T.Y. Hilton. Um, I thought that he would be Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen um, on the Colts. He did not have a touchdown through the first 10 or 11 games, but these past few games he had eight for 110 against the the Texans and against the Titans he had four for 81 and a touchdown. So T.Y. Hilton's on the rise here. The Colts are trying to make the playoff. They will make the playoff. They're trying to improve their seating. A good match against the Las Vegas Raiders this week. What are your thoughts on Ty Hilton?
1: I like Ty this week. It's it's really a take your pick with this receiving corps. I mean, I, I Pittman could have a good week. I think one of them is going to stand out, and I, I do like the the report that Rivers is building with Ty. So I could definitely see that. Yeah, and we do
0: see some injuries on the Vegas side of the ball, so I think it's a good week for the Colts. Um, I like their defense. I think this is a smash spot for them, especially seeing what the Raiders did against the Jets last week. Yeah yeah well, the... on that. let's talk about that quick the Raiders Jets game from last week what are your thoughts Trevor Lawrence I think for the Jets
1: I think Greg Williams got a nice uh big check on his way out I think he was uh maybe told by the front office or something to send the all-out blitz he was gonna put his job on the line but I I really think he, he could have gotten a check for that one the weird yeah. call not even not really a Greg Williams type call either
0: Yeah, it's very possible the call came from upstairs on that final play and the Jets are trying to act like it didn't. But it's wonderful news for us Jets fans around the country. So let's get into a couple player props that we have picked out for this slate. Player props are coming ever more popular in the betting world. Parlays, player props, see them everywhere now. Um, So we'll dive into a couple player props and then we'll get into our game picks for this week. And then that'll be the episode. So Derek Henry... I'm going to start off with his rushing prop is at 106.5 yards. I'm going to take the over here. Um, And three of the last four wins for the Titans, Henry's had 133, 178, and 212 rush yards. The Jags ranked 30th in terms of yards allowed in the rush game. And Henry often sees 20-plus carry. So I think this should be a cakewalk for him. What are your thoughts on the Derrick Henry rush total here?
1: I agree. I could see him getting to 130. 31-40 31-40 in this type of game with 31 carries. I could see Tennessee getting up, not giving up the lead, and feeding the beast.
0: Yep, and you're saying that Tennessee is going to be up here. I agree, and now I'm going to get to a game where I think the teams could going to be playing from behind and having to throw the ball. I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to be trailing a lot in this game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road. Justin Jefferson's receiver prop is at 5.5 catches here. And it's at plus odds, plus 105 is what I'm seeing. I think this is a smash spot for Justin Jefferson. In his past two games, he had 25 combined targets. And in both these games, it's been close for the Vikings. They've been trailing late and having to throw the ball. I think it's going to be a similar story here. Had seven and nine catches in these past two games, respectively. I think he gets the uh, over five and a half with easier. What do you think about Justin Jefferson?
1: I, I, I could see that. I mean, Thielen as well. But the Buccaneers must have worked on their pass defense over their bye week i mean giving up 269 yards to tyreek and then over 100 and i don't even know like what is it 150 yards to both cup and robert woods i mean it, they they need to tighten up there
0: yeah i'm not sure if jamel dean could be healthy enough to play like i saw he's questionable let's get into one more player prop here we'll go to a fan favorite Taysom hill his passing yard totals at 212 and a half um I like the Saints to run the ball a lot in this game. Take advantage of that weak Eagles run defense. Taysom Hill looks great in the run game. I think the under 212 yards passing for Taysom Hill is in play here. And I would look at his receiver prop, but I do not see it li- – at his running yard prop, but I do not see it listed. So I'm going to take the under passing yards as a safe play there for Taysom Hill. What do you think? 212 and a half yards.
1: Yeah, I could see them getting up. It's I have no feeling on it. I really don't know about that game. I. Ugh. The Saints are one of those teams where I I really don't don't trust them every week, and yeah I I could see a low scoring game in this one.
0: So now we'll get into a Monday night prop. Uh, this is a great game. Oh sorry, Sunday night. The Steelers against the Bills. Let's talk about Gabriel Davis here. Does not look like John Brown's going to play, so Gabriel Davis will be slotted back into that number two role. The rookie at UCF. Um, his receiving yards props at forty seven and a half. What do you think about that? Over under 47 and a half for Gabriel Davis.
1: Every week I'm on Gabriel Davis. Every week I like the Gabriel Davis to score a touchdown. He's a big play threat for Josh Allen. Josh Allen trusts him. He He's too hot and cold to predict the 47 and a half. But I, I, I do like him if you could get him to score a touchdown in this game because I could see Allen finding him in the red zone
0: and his to-score-touchdown prop is at plus 165, so a nice plus-odd bet there for Mr. Davis to lock in for your bets this week. From Mr.
1: Davis for Mr. Davis. There you go. So one, now- more, one more player prop I like because I do like the Detroit Lions, so I think it's going to be a competitive game, and if Aaron Rodgers' pass yards prop, what is it, 315 around there? I, I think he will get that with ease. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think the Packers' defense is going to is gonna show some weaknesses, and I think Rodgers is going to end up getting
0: yeah, that sounds over three and a half. That sounds about Right. So now let's dive into our game pick segment. We'll go over all 16, all 15 games remaining on the slate. We'll give you our against-the-spread pick and a lean on the total if we have one. So let's start it off. We'll start off with that Green Bay game. In fact, Green Bay is holding as an eight-point favorite on the road against Detroit. The total is at 55 You said you like shootout city here and Detroit. Um, I'll take Detroit plus the eight as well. I like the divisional dog narrative here. And I'll tell you with the over 55.
1: Agreed there, partner.
0: So let's go to Jacksonville next where Tennessee's a seven and a half point road favorite in Jacksonville. I think Tennessee wins this game. I think Jacksonville has a backdoor cover in them though. I'll take Jacksonville plus the seven and a half. And the total at 52, I like the under here.
1: I I do think Jacksonville does have a backdoor in them. I like I like a a sweat for Tennessee, and I like a pick in the red zone to seal it. Um, on the total, fifty two. That's tough. I uh, thirty four thirty four twenty. Eh, you know what? I just like uh, Tennessee to cover, and I have no feeling on this total.
0: So let's go to Dallas against Cincinnati next. Dallas is holding a three-point favorite on the road and a 42.5-point total. The total's too low for me to play any side here. I think Dallas minus a three is the play. I think they're the more talented team. I think they get the win here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree with Dallas here. The total's tough because Dallas has shown that they can move the ball down the field. 43 is always a tough number if you want to take an under because pick six, fumble recoveries, it's tough. If I had to take anything, I'd probably take an over at that low price.
0: So now let's go to the Meadowlands where the Arizona Cardinals are three and a half point favorites on the road. Sorry, three point favorites on the road against the Giants. Um Arizona's just been horrible lately. They don't have a good kicking game either. I think the Giants keep it close. I'll take the three points of the Giants at home.
1: I know you have Kyler as a sit and you're all over the Giants. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Cardinals. I think the NFL this season is going the direction that the Cardinals are just going to cover this game. Giants come off, a, off a, a big win against Seattle. Cardinals coming off a big loss against the Rams. I think uh, Cliff's going to have his squad ready for this game.
0: Yeah, this is a must-win for the Cardinals here. And the Redskins uh, – sorry, the football team keeping pace with the Giants. So it's a must-win game for both teams. Now we go to Houston. It's a minus-one-and-a-half point favorite on the road against – Uh, against the Bears in Chicago I'll take the Texans minus the one and a half I'm a big uh, big Deshaun Watson fan they should have won the game last week bad snap Houston's extremely undervalued here I'll take the Texans all day
1: long agreed agreed I think if Deshaun wins that game they don't fumble I think Houston's a three-point favorite so I I agree totally with Houston the over under I'm gonna go with the over
0: yeah I, I the second half of that Houston game last week barely any points were but I like the over as well um, I think it'd be like a 32-25 type, 32-26 type game, uh, which would net the over. Next, we go to Carolina for a very interesting game. Carolina's a three-and-a-half point favorite at home against Denver. Denver imp- impressed me last week against Kansas City. They hung right in there. And I think they win this game outright. I'll take the three-and-a-half points happily here. Uh, give me Denver plus the three-and-a-half.
1: I'll go with that as well. I, I like Denver here. I was going to say it'd be a little bit of a letdown after the, the big game they played against the chiefs, but Carolina has a ton of injuries and I, I, yeah. I want to go with Denver.
0: Yeah. The COVID bug as well. The total at 45 and a half. Seems about right. I think a 24, 21 type game is in the card. So no play for me on the total. Yeah. Now we go to Tampa Bay for the, probably the best game of the one o'clock window Minnesota traveling to Tampa Bay uh, potential playoff preview here. Um, I like the over at 52 and a half. That's my top play here. Tampa Bay's holding is a six-and-a-half point favorite, which I think is about right. Um, I'd say a score prediction, 33 to 27 here. Um, I'll take the Vikings plus six-and-a-half.
1: I like the Vikings. I like what they're doing. I like their offense. Their defense is a little iffy, but Mike Zimmer could uh, pull his boys together. I, I, I think the Vikings could win out right here. I'll take the, I'll take the seven, seven-and-a-half.
0: Now we go to Miami, where the Chiefs are facing the Dolphins. This might be my favorite play against the spread, my favorite play total-wise here. The Chiefs are seven-point favorites on the road, and the totals at 50-and-a-half. I'll lay the seven with the Chiefs, and I'll take the under 50-and-a-half. Um, Tua is not very good. I'll keep saying that. He's still starting from Miami. He shouldn't be starting from Miami. I think the Chiefs win this game at thirty-two 32-14, so the game goes under as well.
1: I agree here completely. I'm, I'm big on the chiefs this week. I honestly sad to say it. I really could see Chris Jones getting to Tua and Tua being out for a while again. I hope not. Cause never want to see an injury, but this is a week I could see Tua really hurting himself.
0: Yeah. Tua will be under a lot of pressure from that chiefs front. Next we go to Indianapolis facing the Aratus. Indianapolis is a three point road favorite. Um, I'll take Indianapolis minus a three here. I think that's the right play. Um, Vegas dealing with some injuries. Indianapolis is the better team. I'll lay the three.
1: Uh, agreed. I'm not a big Derek Carr guy. I know he takes care of the ball. Um, I think he has to look at Gruden for every, everything. I, I agree with Indianapolis here completely.
0: Next, we go to the Jets traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. This game's gonna void for me. Seattle's a 14-point favorite, it seems about right. The Jets have been playing games close lately. I'll take the Jets plus the 14. Um, Seattle wins, but I don't think they cover.
1: I think this is, I'm not a big Russell Wilson fan, but I think this is the week where he has to prove to everybody that he's still an okay quarterback. I think DK Metcalf's going to have a big week. I think Russell will have a big week. Everyone will be like, wow, he's back, blah, 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 and I think they'll cover against the Jets.
0: Next, we go on to L.A., where the Falcons are two-point road favorites against the Chargers. Herbert did not look great last week. I love the over 49-and-a-half. I think this game goes way over that. Um, but I also think Atlanta wins, so I'll lay the two with Atlanta.
1: This is a tough game. Atlanta's defense has been looking better recently over the past few weeks. Maybe it's a letdown spot for the defense. Um, if you if this game would have been played in week 4 week 5 the total would be at 55 56 i'm going to i'm going to go with the i'm going to go with atlanta and the total is a tough tough one i could see it being right hovering around 48 49 so i really don't know on the total
0: next we will go to philadelphia where the saints are traveling to take on the Philadelphia Eagles, the Saints are holding a seven and a half point road favorites. Um, I'll take New Orleans here minus a seven and a half. I think Taysom Hill um, gets the guys under control. They win this game about 33 to 14 or so. Uh, I think the Saints win.
1: It's a game I can't bet. I don't know what, the, what Doug Peterson's going to do with Jalen Hurts. Uh, I don't know if the Saints are going to have enough time to prepare for Jalen Hurts. I don't know if they know anything about what the offense is going to look like with Jalen Hurts. If I had a lean on this game, I'd probably take the Eagles plus seven and a half. And the over.
0: Interesting thoughts there. Now we go to Washington, traveling and take on the 49ers. And it's going to be a low scoring game. The Niners are three point favorites at home against the Washington football team. I'll take the Niners minus at three. I think they have a bounce back week this week.
1: I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I, I, I like this Washington team, I like this defense. I like Terry McLaurin to have a big game. I don't see these Washington corners being able to keep up with them. Um, I'm gonna take the the Washington football team.
0: Interesting thoughts there,
1: my man.
0: Next we go to the Sunday night game. Pittsburgh taking on Buffalo. Pittsburgh is an underdog, two point underdogs to Buffalo. Uh give me all the Buffalo here. Buffalo minus two is the play.
1: I like I love I love Buffalo last week. I usually love Buffalo. Buffalo does not usually perform when they are the favorites. I really want Buffalo to win this game. I I I I just can't see it. I, I like see I like uh, Pittsburgh. And now
0: we go to our Monday night finale. A great game with Baltimore as a two and a half point road favorite against Cleveland. I think Cleveland wins this game. I'll take them and the two and a half points. Another underdog at home in a divisional matchup.
1: Agreed. Give me all the Cleveland. I think Lamar's being overvalued because they beat the one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in professional sports right now, the Dallas Cowboys, um, based on the talent they have. Just give me, give me all the Cleveland.
0: So now we went over all the games. Let's give the supporters and the listeners out there one parlay that we think has a shot at winning this week. I'm going to go with the long shot parlay that pays 11 to 1. The Cowboys minus 160, Texans minus 135. Chiefs minus 333, and Vikings plus 258. You risk $10 there. You win 118. I think that play makes a lot of sense. It's a good long shot parlay for you. Enjoy your Sundays. You got a
1: parlay for us? I do have a parlay. I'm going to go with the Browns plus 115, Steelers plus 106, Redskins – or, sorry, football team plus 148, and Eagles plus uh, 281. Um, I gotta, I gotta see what this pays out, but it should be a nice payout for sure. All four
0: underdogs, you're looking at a, probably a hundred to one payout there. At
1: At least least. let's see. I'm going to get this in right now and we are going to. All right, we can move on now.
0: Just know that it pays a lot to one there. And now our final segment. Our bold predictions will each give you a player that we think has a massive week with a predict with a projected stat line. I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. Um, not necessarily bold per se, but I think he gets 300 rush yards this week. We'll, we'll say it for the first time in the season, someone gets 300 rush yards. It'll be Derrick Henry, 300 rush yards, three touchdowns. What about you?
1: I like David Montgomery. I think David Montgomery is going to feast on the Texans. Worst rush defense in the league or bottom three, at least. Um, I think he gets 150 to 175 rushing and receiving yards.
0: So that'll do it for us on the Fantasy Guys Week 14 edition. Thank you again, Jesse, for filling in. We will catch you sometime, same place next week. Good luck in your matchups. Good luck in your bets. And we'll see you next week for the Fantasy Playoffs. Adios.